Welcome to the weekend wrap up. This is Zoe, the intern here at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Middays with Isaac and Robert, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. To start things off, here's a positive difference story. Here's a neat story between two guys, Billy and John. Okay. Okay, they first met in the Marine Corps over 20 years ago. Well, Billy, about three years ago, puts his Facebook Facebook post out that says, literally, this is the quote, does anyone have a spare kidney laying around? Oh, wow. Mine's junk, and I need a new one. Okay. Okay. I guess that's one way to put it out there, right? Yeah. So, Billy um, had been diagnosed with a kidney disease that causes your kidney to lose function over time, and basically, they were like, this is the end unless you get a new kidney. And John sees this on Facebook. He decides to go get tested. He finds out he's a match. And he said, I was not going to let Billy's son go through any of his life without his dad. Wow. Which is pretty neat. Yeah, that's cool. And so he contacts Billy. They set it all up. They do the kidney exchange, have surgery. It was a 10-hour surgery. Man. Everything went well. And they're both big football fans. So, John, the guy donating the kidney, he's a big Chiefs fan. Okay. Billy, he's an Eagles fan. And the two exchanged jerseys to commemorate the experience. Okay. Right? Just the kidney thing. And and, and NFL jersey swaps are typically a sign of just admiration. Right. Right? Between two NFL players. Well, so they were kind of doing that. Yeah. Um, well... The news of their story spread, and the presidents of the Eagles and the Chiefs organizations got together, and they hooked Billy and John up with tickets to the Super Bowl, and they, they were, were there. at the game last night? Last night. Okay, that's cool. And I just thought, wow, what a cool story of just friendship, loyalty, you know what I'm saying? And that's sacrifice. Awesome. Yes. And and then how that even multiplied into literally they're both sitting in the stands watching their two favorite teams on the biggest stage. That's really cool. I thought that it was. is awesome. I thought it was. Loyalty and self-sacrifice are true qualities of friendship and love. And even though it was for a Super Bowl, I think it also fits with the spirit of Valentine's Day. Now, one could argue I did not demonstrate loyalty towards Christy during the Wednesday game. Christy asked me if I could be her emotional support human, and I was so excited. I put on my combat boots, my camo hat, and I was ready for the competition, ready to fight. And then we found out Isaac was sick, he couldn't come in, and it was just going to be us girls, me and Christy versus Lauren. I was excited to help Christy, but I couldn't help but feel bad for Lauren in the final hour and here's what happened. This will be all or nothing? This would tie things? This, if she gets this right, we're tied. And we'll go into a bonus round. I'll give okay. her that much. That's three points. All right, Lauren. All or nothing. All right, let's Here we do go. it. Webster was a popular 80s sitcom about a young African-American boy who, after losing his parents, is adopted by his NFL pro godfather and his new socialite wife. The focus was largely on how the new married couple had to adjust to their lives and sudden parenthood around their new son. Who played the main role in Webster? 
Okay. Main character. Main character in Webster. Can you visualize this little guy, Mark? Yeah. Oh, totally. I loved this show. Yeah. Mm. I've heard of this before. You've heard of it? Okay. Um, I've never seen it. Yeah. Or anything. So this is going to so. be a little bit of shot under the dark. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. So the names, the options are Emmanuel Lewis, Dwayne Wayne, Gary Coleman, or Todd Bridges. Mm. <laughs> Justin, any ideas from you? Of course. Okay. So, do you know, do you remember Webster? Mm-hmm. Okay. What about okay. you, Zoe? This is a new one for me. And, okay. No and I watched, I've watched a lot of old TV, yeah. and this one I'm no completely clue. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Mark, how, how does that feel? She just said old TV, <laughs> and you earlier just said, "I love I love this show." I, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting. Basically, I'm old. And that's yeah. when I got kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> this was one, the one and only appearance by Zoe. <laughs> All right. So the options are Emmanuel Lewis, Dwayne Wayne, Gary Coleman, or Todd Bridges. Is this a shot in the dark for you, Lauren? Yeah, it is. So not, like none that you can even cross off. Not really. Okay. Can I help Lauren? Even though I don't know the answer. Oh, I don't even I, I no. don't even know what's happening. <laughs> Is this a characteristic of Gen Z? Like <laughs> Yes, very compassionate. Like just switching sides yeah. whenever they want. Deep feelings. Yes, you're you're helping the, the other side. I, I can't even believe what's happening right now. Zoe? I helped you get three points. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is this is that whole everybody wins mentality. Yeah. I don't even know what to. Over I don't even know what's I'm happening. Back, apparently, my previous <laughs> comment. So it's fine, Zoe. Do what you need to do. It's fine. I don't need to. I'm just asking. Nick, go for Did it. You, you know what? A little go bit, Zoe. If you're taking a shot in the dark, I could help with an educated guess, but it could okay. be completely wrong. Okay. What would your help be? Because the TV show is called Webster, mm-hmm. like a dictionary, I feel like the main character would have the long name, the really wordy Emmanuel whatever. Emmanuel oh. Lewis? Yeah, that okay. sounds like a really like smart name, and the show is called Webster. That's my uh That's your logic guess. into there? Okay. But I could be wrong. Okay. I like your reasoning. Very similar to Christy, actually. Mm. Yeah. That is Christy logic yeah. right there. <laughs> yes. I mean, that could be a, that a red yeah. herring that she yeah. threw in there, but. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, I was leaning that way from the beginning. I like the sound of the name. So okay. that's where we're going to go. You're going to go with that? Yep. The correct answer is Emmanuel Lewis. Wow. That is unbelievable. <laughs> What's unbelievable is I finally brought an emotional support human. I'm winning 3-0, and then my emotional support human helps. <laughs> helps the helps. all or nothing yeah. Mary. And now we're going into bonus round. All right. hey, so. If Lauren had Isaac here, I would feel that's bad. <laughs> but I had to just, like sit here and watch her get nothing. All right. Thanks, Zoe. All right. Thanks for that. <laughs> Final baby boomer bonus question coming up. Unbelievable. I guess we'll see if Christy ever lets me come back on the Wednesday game. If you want to hear the full episode and see how it ended, who won, you can find it on KLRC's On Demand. Up next is a chat with our chaplain, Justin. Chaplain Justin's here hanging out on the day after the trickiest day of the year. (laughs) Trickiest day. Good morning, everyone. (laughs) Post-Valentine's. We are. We're post-Valentine's Day. 
And so, you know, for several people, singles like myself, it can be kind of a a lonely Mm -hmm. holiday. It doesn't have to be. There are things that we can do to counteract that. And then you've got, you know, the married couples. And I'm just curious, what what are your thoughts on post-Valentine's, Valentine's, all of that. Like, mm-hmm. I love your insight on so many things, and, and we didn't get to talk to you yesterday on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. I just want to know your thoughts. Are you a big Valentine's Day fan? Uh, no, not not quite. Okay. <laughs> I think it's tricky. Uh, just like uh, Christy was saying, there, you know, if someone finds themselves single one way or another, you know, there could be loneliness, you know, it's a big holiday, um, just tricky dynamics. But um, couples also... <laughs> There are expectations that have not been met. Uh (laughs) And so, like, I don't know, maybe it's 15, maybe it's like 10%. Of the population is yeah. actually, had, actually had a good Valentine's Day. I, I think basically they were all second graders. <laughs> yes, and candy grams and all that. Like, right? Nah, yeah, that worked. Like pass, but yeah. second graders think it's great, right? Like, yeah. but they, it can be tricky. That's definitely there's got to be truth to that for sure. Just yeah. expectations not getting met. I would all the way around. Mention. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the solution? Right. So that, that'd be a great question. What if yeah. yesterday just didn't live up to mm-hmm. your expectations, whatever it might be, or what you felt like were expectations yeah. upon you, right? That can, can and, be a deal. And the couple's not speaking to each other this morning. <laughs> I know, it happens, you know? Isn't it interesting? It's so ironic in, in, in different ways. But I really think, uh, of course, you know, coming from a chaplain, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I really think uh, contemplating, receiving, sharing God's love will really help. <laughs> mm. Because he loves us where we're at, just as we are. And so, you know, a single person out there, um, if, if we have a friend, you know, like that, love them. Love them right where they're at. You know, yesterday, today, you know, um, check on them, things like that. And then uh, couples, love one another right where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe the gift wasn't awesome, but the gift was given. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe there was a conflict, an argument that came out of nowhere, but you're still there next morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So love each other right where you're at. And what about too? like, sometimes there's not a gift given and, yeah. and that's hurtful. Totally. You know, and, and I think that goes back to the expectations. I know um, for me, just in, in past relationships, what's been helpful is that I just remember this person chose me, you mm-hmm. know, and remember mm-hmm why they really love you anyway and that this does not is not an indicator of their love for you or why they chose you and not to get wrapped up in that mm-hmm. i think sometimes that's easy to do you can only see that that little thing in front of you oh they didn't give me a gift or they did this they didn't meet my expectations so that just crashes everything else yeah. but to go back to that you yeah. know original you know love that's really good and i think you wisely reminded us to kind of root ourselves back into God's love. Cause that, even that is what gives you the freedom to say, Hey, I might've like really dropped the ball yesterday. Mm-hmm. I might've blown it. Yeah. But if I can be secure in God's love, that can free me up to be like, Hey, mm-hmm. okay, I can go try repair this or at yes. least take some ownership for it. And I'm not just trying to earn somebody else's forgiveness and love it. Like out of that kind of security and safety of like, okay, God, you love me in mm-hmm. all of my mess and inadequacies. And that can allow me to be like, okay, hey, yeah, I could have done better here. Or, man, I really blew it or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. And let's pick up from there. And yeah, and research shows that a uh, relationship that repairs well uh, grows stronger. 
uh, out of that. So you have an opportunity to grow your relationship yeah. today and repair well if you need to. And that might literally be one of the better Valentine's gifts. Yeah. So let's love each other. Term. One way or another, okay. let's love each other. Good stuff. Thank you. Valentine's Day is such a weird holiday. Because St. Valentine, where we get this holiday from, was a single man himself. Somehow over time, this holiday morphed into a Hallmark chocolate-covered red rose fever dream, and so many people wrestle with that because we all know that love is not glamorous at all. There is a place for romance, but there is so much more to love than that. I think Justin's advice just goes to show it. Whether you're married or single, I hope you had a great Valentine's Day, and I hope you know you're loved. All the weirdness surrounding Valentine's Day can go out the window, in my opinion, as we focus on what's important. Things like familial love are just as important as romantic love, and Isaac shares something about that after recovering from his cold. Dad, let's hug for 60 seconds. That's what Carlos Whitaker on Twitter said his 16-year-old son told him yesterday morning. He said, what is this, like a school assignment or something? Nope. He said, I just want to hug you. Carlos said they hugged, swayed a little, felt each other breathing, and he said there were no bro pats to make things feel more manly. He said, we didn't say anything. We just hugged for 60 seconds. He said, I haven't been hugged, nor have I hugged someone else for that long in a long time. So thank you, son. Thank you for giving me breath today that I didn't know I needed. And that's kind of a cool challenge to hear, a 60-second hug. Who can you give one today that you know you would both love that? A spouse, a loved one, friend, mom, dad, uncle, grandpa, grandma? <laughs> Who do you have in your life that needs a longer hug today? Consider giving it to them. Might do you some good as well. Research shows that hugs help release powerful hormones in your brain that reduce stress and anxiety, help you feel connected to the person you're hugging, and it's just a great way to start your day. You may not have 60 seconds, but you probably have 11, which is just enough, especially in the morning. So I dare you tomorrow to take at least 11 seconds to hug your kid, your husband or wife, and see how good it'll feel. 11 seconds won't make you late for work, I promise. Here's some more from Isaac. So it's no secret that society and culture will have you chasing after stuff, buying the newest car, getting the nicest house, things like that. But how do we kind of go against the unsustainable lifestyle that all of that encourages, right? Well, maybe a secret help might come from the Swedish philosophy known as lagom. Lagom translates to just the right amount. Living lagom means developing a mindset focused on balance, sustainability, and living in the moment, which I think obviously is pretty cool. If I can figure out how to pronounce it correctly, maybe I'll get there one day. But some of the helpful tips, knowing how to take a break. According to research, working at breakneck speeds and refusing to take a break actually hurts our work performance. Shocker there. Uh, experts say to get up, take a quick walk, have a cup of coffee with a friend or coworker, and do that regularly. Another one, declutter your home. Nikki Brantmark, founder of My Scandinavian Home, tells viewers that the fewer items you have in your home, the more likely you'll be able to appreciate every single thing in your possession. So that's kind of smart. Some helpful tips there on living lagom. I think we could all use some more lagon in our life. And it sounds like a very biblical concept to me. God gave us the Sabbath for a reason. Rest is so important. And there is nothing wrong with the simple and humble life. 
There is so much joy and we miss it if we go too fast. That's something I want to work on in my own life. Stopping to be present. Up next is the drive home with Anson and Kara, some of their best moments. Anson, it's no secret that grandmas love their grandkids. Oh, true. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it is. My mom has some grandkids that are my nieces and nephews, and I've seen it, man. The doting is strong. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think it's always fun to hear grandma's reactions when they hear the news that their son or daughter, they're going to have a baby. Yeah. And I ran across one that is just like delightful and hilarious okay. all at once that's gone viral on TikTok recently. And, and and here's what I want you to listen for in this. Yeah. Um, most grandmothers, when they receive this news, they probably have to be like somewhat like reserved and, you know, uh, take it well and be excited, but not like, you know, out of control. Okay. <laughs> These grandmas are displaying what every grandma is feeling inside when they uh, hear the news, but okay. they're they're displaying it on the outside. Got it. So I just like to, you know, okay. give you that. Yeah, here let's we... hear it. Are you kidding? She's pregnant. Oh, oh my! Just oh yeah. Out of control. Unbridled. Dare I say excessive? Excessive. Maybe a little. Wow. And this goes Goodness. on for like a few minutes. It, it sounds like it is, yeah. So that's every grandma, every grandma on the inside. On the inside. It checks yep. out, yeah. Uh-huh. A few months back, my family got a new dog. His yeah. name is Arrow. He's a rescue dog. He's about one year old. He's a Weimaraner. Yeah. He's super fun, super smart. There's one challenge, Kara, that we're currently working through. Uh-huh. And that is he really, really does not like to be left alone. Oh. So we're working on the separation anxiety thing. Yeah. Now, one of the things that like all the dog trainers will tell you is you gotta build positive associations oh. with being alone. Okay. Or like, you know, being in a crate alone, things like that. Yeah. So we're working on that. Um, to the point where when I do have to leave him alone, uh-huh. it like takes me an extra 10 minutes <laughs> to leave the house yes. because I have to turn his crate into like a dog wonderland Ooh. before I leave. I mean, if I could, you know, I don't know, make an analogy for this. Like uh-huh. imagine that if you as a person, you know, you're at your house and I'm like, okay, Kara, I'm going to have to leave you here uh-huh. for like an hour or two. Okay. But here's an entire pepperoni pizza. Ooh. And a tub of ice cream. Yeah. And your favorite movie. Yay. And your favorite book. Awesome. And your favorite blanket. Yes. And um, a million dollars. It's all good. <laughs> okay. Do you wow. think you can handle being on your own? I think I can make for it. For like two hours. Yeah. You would think so, right? Yeah. And then we walk out the door and close it. And instantly the dog starts going, crying. It's like, <laughs> oh, no. you know, you, I left you all that stuff, Kara. Yeah. And I leave. And you're instantly like, wait, come back. <laughs> Never mind. Not okay. Please come back. I'll give it all back. Just please come back. Yes. Pet struggles are real. Whether you have a cat or a dog, you know it's hard to train them, and it takes so much patience and love. But it's also precious and worth it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap-up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.